This podcast is not about religion. White Jesus and Black Jesus are nicknames. That's just what we call each other. This is a comedy and discussion podcast meant to entertain. We support all religions people choose to follow in order to connect to a higher power, although we think Scientology is a bit out there. We do apologize though beforehand, because this podcast may shock and offend, for shizzle my dizzle. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Black and White Jesus Podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Doors. Doors, open a door today. Black Jesus, I use Doors all the time. Uh, They're very helpful when you want to go into a building, when you need a private moment in the bathroom. Doors are always there to protect your privacy. Uh, You can even express your emotions with Doors by slamming one shut. That's Doors. Close or open it. Hey, close the door. Hey, uh, this podcast is also brought to you by Trader Joe's Cracker Ass Crackers. When you aren't quite sure what you want to eat, but you know you want something in your mouth. Crackers. Thank you, uh, Cracker Ass Crackers. We're glad, glad to have you on as a sponsor. We discussed the crackers last week. <laughs> Trader Joe's. How you doing, Black Jesus? Man, I'm hanging in there. How about you, White hanging Jesus? Hanging in there. You know, uh, I'm all right, man. Some weeks are better than others, but uh, being back here at the podcast uh, weekly is uh, a nice place to be, man. Yeah, we got a lot of nice subjects to talk about today. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. There's a lot of um, things that we're going to touch on that's either going to piss some people's ass off. I hope we we are going to educate them. We must educate and piss them off at the same time. Yeah, the best of both words. And in order to do that, Black Jesus has donned a fedora, which is so pimp that pimps are jealous of it. You know, I had to get in my character today. It's cool. It's a good character, man. Um, So what we we got going? uh, This last week, um, um, you I, again. I, 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 I saw my uh, weed doctor on a video chat. We had a doctor's appointment, uh-huh. so he could prescribe. So he could prescribe me weed because of coronavirus. I can't go in and see him, so they offer the telechat. Um. So like at the appointment time, I just log in and join the chat, and all of a sudden I'm video chatting with my weed doctor on the phone, right? Uh huh. Which is super convenient for people who uh, use weed. Dude, it's like the technology, like those words coming to, it just made a 360. Now you're making a doctor's appointment through the phone. Bro, I was not wearing pants and I have suspicions about the doctor as well. What the hell? You know, so I call him up and I'm Um, like, hey, doc. But why are you going to call him up when you don't have on the pants, right, Jesus? Uh... I wasn't filming a full body shot, man. Just the upper torso. Now he knows about that. Oh, I I, I made sure to mention it to him. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I, I um, you know he he asked how I was doing, and I was like, uh, great, uh, weed is awesome, and uh, you know it helps with my mood and everything. And he's like, excellent, excellent. I'm gonna have to go through just a few standard forms, and I'm like, okay. 
And then the doctor says, hey, dude, isn't it weird that like we're talking like we're in the future and we're talking on a video phone and I'm prescribing you weed? That's what I just got them said. And I'm like, yeah, doctor, I guess it is pretty trippy, dude. Um, You just want to go ahead and renew my card. My weed doctor's a real weird guy. Is he a weed head? Yeah, man. When I went in to get my (laughs) card for the first time. Uh-huh. Just out of the blue, he's like, Family Guy is awesome, isn't it? What? I'm like, yeah, but... What the hell you went and got this doctor from? Um, <laughs> I just looked it up on the internet, man. Yeah, it's called Doc MJ. Good folks there, Doc MJ. Hey, White Jesus, let's get into some listener mail. Uh, we do have some listener mail. And, buddy, before we get into listener mail, we've got... Man, we try to open up to you. We want to be able to communicate with our audience. We got a brand new thing. It's a hotline. You can call the show. You can leave a voicemail on the show. We we will play your voicemail. All right, let me get to the phone number because you bugging right now. Why, Jesus? I'm just excited about the hotline. <laughs> I know you are. You dying to hear the um, phone line. Actually, we got one on... Um we got a listener um, that left us a message. So you want to get to that or... Oh, by the way, give us a call at 954-603-4786. That's 954-603-4786. And you can also reach us and email bwjpodcast at yahoo.com. That's bwj podcast yahoo.com and you can also find us on instagram instagram <laughs> at bwjp radio dot radio that's at bwjp dot radio black jesus you just took me down a road i didn't know you were going to talk about yeah the hotline is brand new but, like, we have some diehard fans that are up to date on everything. Yeah, we need that. And need we that. did get one voicemail. And from and everybody that calls in, we guarantee you're going to get played on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Leave us a voicemail, and uh, we'll respond to what you're saying if you got a question or anything. It's uh, very cool. I'm very excited about it. Now, here's one thing about the voicemail, uh, the hotline, which I'm going to call the Disciple Hotline. Um, the hotline is going to ring several times before it gets to my greeting about the hotline where you can leave a message. I'm trying to figure out how to get it to go straight to voicemail, but I apologize because you're going to call it and you're going to have to listen to it ring like maybe six times, but hang in there because then you can leave a message and we can talk about it on the show. Uh, here's the first one. Hey, black and white Jesus. How you doing? I really like your show, man. I listen to it while I'm driving my truck. I'm a long-haul truck driver, and I just drive in the truck. And one day I was searching up, because uh, uh, this fella, Sean King, Talcum X, he called for what Jesus to be called to be torn down, destroyed. So I looked up what Jesus... <laughs> And I found myself to this uh, here podcast. I love it, man. You guys are funny. Man, you guys are all funny, man. You got White Jesus there, and you got his Negro friend. 
So yeah, um, that's I guess one of our diehard fans. Appreciate you for calling in. Yeah, I think it's Billy. Billy was his name. Uh, so it's it's exciting. Uh, this is we're gonna try to post this number everywhere. The number may change. It's kind of like a one eight hundred number. Yeah, but um, don't forget to call the number 954-603-4786. And you can find it in the description of the podcast, which is the part where it describes this thing. And don't forget to go into our own YouTube channel as well. Man, we're being real social media whores yeah, here, man. See that we were just Let's get to actual listener mail. We, we've got one mail we're going to read here for uh, listener mail. Um... Dear Black and White Jesus, I would like to remain anonymous. I loved your first episode. I wanted to run something by you and hear both of your thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. I was recently having a conversation with a friend of a friend. I was telling her about an awesome pair of shoes I had. She told me they sounded pretty baller. They were super fresh and stylish. I agreed with her saying I knew they were cool shoes. One time I popped into a Denny's to pick up some food and there were a couple of black guys there and they noticed the shoes and gave me huge props. So up until then, I did not have confirmation they were as cool as I thought they were. I was met with total silence and pursed lips with my friend. I was being judged. My whole point is that I consider the black community to have a good sense of fashion among being especially talented in other areas. Black cock right then. Um, was I saying something wrong, making unfair stereotypes? Or you tell me, what did I do? Thanks, guys. I appreciate a safe place to have an open conversation about these things. Good luck with your podcast. Sincerely, a fan. Black Jesus, you tackle this one. Damn. Okay, um... She's absolutely right, number one, about, you know, black people having a sense of fashion. That I'll say, yeah. And if you get compliment from someone that don't know you from a can of paint, and you walk into Danny's, and they made a comment about your shoes, that means you, your shoes stand out, and that's a solidified statement. So, like a shoe compliment from the black community holds more ground than Absolutely. if a uh, white guy says it. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. I think that's fair. Um, I don't know if he was being insensitive. I mean, it, it, it could be uh, described as, as a stereotype. but It's not. It's a compliment. I look at it like, okay, they... They putting us in that pedestal that we know fashion and we are f trendsetters. Dude, white guys can't wear bright green suits. Why not? Because we're not Steve Harvey. No. Only Steve you Harvey can't. and very stylish black. Hey, listen, there's a lot of white guys that's out there that could style it, that has swag. Swag. White Jesus, you got swag. Swag. That sounds like some bad weed I used to get back in the nineties. Nah, that mean that you know. I got a got a bag of swag here. <laughs> Go ahead. What so was like, the next one? Um, I think the problem is with uh, it depends who he's saying it to. Like the friend that he's talking to uh -huh. is 
more sensitive and wants to call him out. Why is he sensitive? I don't know why they're sensitive because no. people are getting sensitive. Because he is a, he he or she is upset because um, he didn't get the compliment. No, she's upset because he valid he validated his shoe quality on the opinions of black guys, and she said that's racist. Why, why is that racist? I don't know, but if anything, it's good racism. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> good racism is very important because there's most of racism is bad. Let me bad. ask you a question though: Is um a Mexican taco is better than a taco that you buy at Taco Bell? Absolutely. What? Absolutely. They're the same? No, they're not okay. the same, man. Okay. If I if I wanted advice on a good taco, I'm not asking that white guy. Okay, then. So you're racist. Uh, yeah, but once again, the good racism. <laughs> and we're, we should have a whole segment dedicated to good racism and good racism, good racism but, stories you know, all around. She complimented that and she acknowledged that and then, you know, appreciate That's that. That's cool. I, I, I think um, this fan of the podcast is in the clear, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, be proud of your shoes. I'm glad you got them, man. Wear them motherfuckers uh, every day. Dude, you can, um, you can email us a picture of your shoes and uh, we be really happy to have them go ahead what you got next so uh that was listener mail you can send us email at bwjpodcast at yahoo.com you can reach us at instagram bwjp.radio and our new hotline our fan hotline, the Black and White Jesus Podcast hotline. And it's 954-603-4786. For the disciples, the disciple line. And we're going to be premiering uh, messages uh, from the disciple line uh, next week. It's going to be very exciting. Hey, you're here at the Black and White Jesus Podcast. It's time for the topic of discussion. Uh, usually we have uh, uh, one talk of topic of discussion or two. Uh, this week I've decided to try something new. Yeah, we got something like extremely new, like he's pulling fucking rabbits out of the hat and shit. <laughs> I thought what was the funnest Listen. thing I could do. And I made a, uh, I made a, a couple. We, we've got several topics mm-hmm. and... They are all in a hat in little capsules folded up into pieces of paper. And here's the hat, and this is me shaking it with the capsules. You can go to Instagram to see pictures of the actual hat of topics. Other than that, you're just going to have to assume and believe us, believe Black and White Jesus, that we're pulling these uh, topics at random just because we wanted to add a little randomality. All right, so if you want to go see the hat, go to bwjp.radio that's an instagram right now and check it out it's my daddy's hat yeah so i'm pulling a um capsule out of the hat all right so that'll be our first topic of discussion this is fun it's like a game show man or like or like a stupid jimmy fallon show thing and also you're gonna go on instagram and you'll see the the paper and what i pulled was yeah Mr. Joe Biden. Ooh, the topic of discussion right now is Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. And Joe Biden, if you don't know, is a fella who is running for the president of the United States of America. Um, 
Black Jesus, what do you think about Joe Biden? Does he have the black vote or are you stupid? Um, I think <laughs> Joe Biden insults us in a way that I... He kind of um, does accidentally insult yeah, cultures. Cultures a lot. And um, he would have had my vote, but nah. Yeah. Both yeah. side both side is the same side. Here, so here. we dealing with one right now, so basically we could um it's let usually, it be. It's usually a trade off. You know, um <laughs> the, the the thing is, like as of right now, Joe Biden has not picked a VP candidate, but he has announced previously that he is going to pick a VP candidate based on their race and gender. Is that racist? Or is it okay because it's going to be a woman of color? Um, like, I he think couldn't have said he was going to choose a white male. He could, he could have just said he was going to choose a candidate, period. You know, it's just a move, a tactic move, a tactic move that he's using just to get the community back on his back. You know, but Joe always have some kind of trick up underneath his sleeve. Wrong. Yeah, he does, man. Um, so, also something that I learned is that uh, he's not going to run for a second term. That means he's running for president, and he's saying he'll do it for four years. That's Has, crazy. I've never even heard of that before. Every I've, other president want to do a whole, like, what, eight years? That's their goal? But yeah. he's clearly Except for saying Trump. That. Trump will do 12 years. <laughs> if it's uh, up to him. <laughs> um, oh, man. Probably China. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, like, um, so that means that basically his VP is... She's going to be the first black um, president. That That's the general idea of things, I think. I think that would be awesome. Then I live to see all three. That That would be great. Um, but I don't know about Biden's chances. I really don't. Yeah. Um, who else we have besides, um, I know Biden and Trump is the most popular one. Who I mean, Hillary have? is, was a sharp, sharp politician, it, a politician all her life. Mm -hmm. And Trump beat her barely, probably, maybe even not. <laughs> But, um, you know, we're, 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 if you vote for Joe Biden, you're basically trying to set up the, uh, the VP who's in the batter's box for uh, 2024. I, I'm, I, I don't know if I could vote for somebody who just says they want to do the job for four years. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm really undecided of both parties, so it's really, that's why I'm trying to figure out who is who's who's up in the ballot with them. You, you know, like uh, it, what with what should be. Oh, that's not good. With what should be like a clear decision between Trump and Biden yeah. is actually difficult for us. Yeah, because it's because like, uh, we're not believing you know one media trying to tell us one thing, 
and we see nuances and everything. I don't know if Trump be trying to like send mess send message out to the public, but it's like, dude, like I don't know. Like you say, it's 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 a hard pit. Well, Joe Biden's got to be uh, Joe Biden's got to be a little bit higher energy for me. Low energy, and uh, he's just got to have some kind of spark that Bernie Sanders didn't have. Bing, bing, bong. All right, and the second topic from the topic of discussion hat podcast analytics. Now, podcast analytics um, is something that we find uh, where we do our podcasts on Anchor. Um, Anchor is a sponsor of the show, too. At the very beginning of every podcast, you'll hear me do a little sponsor for Anchor. And I figure get that done and then not have any more sponsors interrupting the show. But it shows our demographics and everything. It shows our stats. Um by audience details hey there's a nice sweet plane in the background and let's just enjoy it for a second what the hell is wrong with you boy I don't know I hear a plane yeah and I know that our listeners are hearing it I just wanted to pause listen to the plane for a second our audience uh, geographic content of our uh, fans 90 percent th- of the fans are from the, re- the United States mm. Uh, 3% Canada. That's what's up. What's up, Canada? What's up, Canada? A. I. Uh, Sweden, 2%. Damn. We're, we're, we're big in Sweden. <laughs> Ireland, 1%. There's one drunk Irish man who accidentally pulled Bro. up our podcast, you know? Yeah. Shout and out to him, though. This That's is in Ireland. Shout out to our Ireland listeners. Um, and 1%. I'm especially proud of this. Our one percent fan, Germany, because <laughs> like just as David Hasselhoff was huge in Germany, it would be great if we could just take off and be really huge in Germany. Uh, not too huge. When you get too huge in Germany, wars start to happen. <laughs> Hitler got too big. Um, listening platforms. Uh, 73% of our listeners listen to, us, listen to us on Other. I've never heard of that app. Um, 11% Spotify, 6% on Anchor, 6% Podcast Addict. Oh, no, that sounds like a, a support group. Like next to the AA, you got the PA. <laughs> What's the PA? I'm a podcast, podcast. addict. Okay. And then uh, 2% on Apple Podcasts, which is cool. Great. Uh, ages of our listeners, five, 18 to 22-year-olds, 5%. Uh-huh. Uh, that's just because we just don't know enough kid language. 23 through 27 years old, 11%. Um, Tide is our biggest uh, age group, is between 28 and... And 44. That's what's up. That's between our ages. So, uh, those are the ages of the folks. Um, uh, Gender analytics. I'm glad I didn't say anal. Um, (laughs) 61% of our listeners are male. 
uh, 38% female, uh, no non-binary non yet. Hopefully we'll get them one day. Let's pick another uh, topic. Let's, Let's roll it. with it. You got one there? Yeah, I got one here. All right. Racial voice and changing. Racial voice changing. Yes, buddy. Um, this is something... This is a topic that I came up with because I remember when we used to work together mm -hmm. um, at that uh, arcade that rhymes with Cave and Lusters. Um, you would uh, have to order some parts from some vendors. Yep. And um, uh -huh. when you were on the phone ordering parts, you would have just the whitest voice. It was so unnatural. It was just clear that listen, listen, listen. listen. You can't order. Listen, listen, you listen. can't talk to customer service is, with a thug voice, can you? <laughs> what is a white voice? I think the person who does it best is um, what Chappelle. He has a white voice. He has an educated voice. Why is it bad? Because a black man has he could, he could pronounce his word or he could he could speak properly. Why is that a problem? It's not a problem. No, I shouldn't say it's not a pro. It's a problem. Why is he white? All right. Why is he white? Who's mm -hmm. white? You see, I had the most white. Yeah. Well, voice when I say white voice, I mean like uh, you talk with such pizzazz and style and swag. And when you were on the phone, when you were like, "Hi, yes, this is a." <laughs> This is Black Jesus calling from Cayman Lusters, and I'd like to place an order, please. It was kind of like that, which is, um, yeah, I think Chappelle does the best one. The best one. Um, and so, I mean, I guess when you're talking to uh, business-wise, yeah, you're a little, you change up your voice a little bit. I don't change up my voice. I just change up my words. Uh -huh. That's a different. Okay. Okay, because in my mind it was extremely exaggerated. It was like, so hello today, good ma'am. How are you doing? My name is Black Jesus, and I am calling to request a couple parts. And you know, you don't really have to make that voice. That's how your voice is originally, right? Yeah, yeah. we yeah. we we die. Yeah. We we play with the sound. Hey, listen, y'all have to understand. This is how me and White Jesus is. This is how he is. This is how we. Um, eat. Another how example. Another example of racial voice changes is uh, when white people uh, talk to their black friends or yeah, black why people. Yeah. Why is it when y'all see black people, y'all always be like, "Hey, what's up, man?" Yeah, dude. It's what's a, up with that? It's a real thing. Yeah. What? You know. Uh, hold on. Hold on, <laughs> listeners. I want you to pay attention, listeners. There's an ice cream truck coming. Should we take a break for ice cream? Nah, it went. Let's go. Dude, I really want a Snickers ice cream bar. Listen, we need to go ahead and... um. No. Please stand by while black and white Jesus have ice cream. Uh, hey, thanks, man. Thanks for uh, giving me that change there for the ice cream truck. We're back from our ice cream truck break. Yeah. Uh, now it's topic. you can hear it drive away. They had those old WWE ice cream bars, which yeah. were always yeah. fun. You remember the Pink Panther one? <laughs> uh, no, they. I think for some reason in my mind they have different ice cream 
trucks that go to black neighborhoods based on the the the, the I don't know the class of people you're trying to say maybe no, I don't ice know. cream truck. All of them have the same. Ice shit. cream truck racism is something we'll have to tackle in oh, the future. Oh yeah, that, we have to. Uh, like racial voice changes. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, um, we we're talking about white people. Yeah, white people black changing their voice the moment they see a black man. Exactly. Hey, what's up, buddy? Nah. Hey, what's up, man? It's like, what up, bruh? Or yeah, like, like um, why? Why do you guys do that? It, it, it's. Um, I'm trying to understand that. It's a weird, primitive thing where we're trying to approach with caution (laughs) (laughs) and not overwhelm you with our whiteness. So if we put out like a slanted five type of thing Mm. and we're like, uh, what's up, bro? Um, You could either punch us in the face or shake our hand. Either, Either one of it. Them is acceptable. White Jesus, don't you think I should be? I call it. You bl- guys? I call it. You bl- guys, been, look. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I should be afraid of you guys. You said that last show too. Why are you? Why do you want because to be afraid of, of white people? Because we're not that scary. Oh yeah. You think we are? Yeah. Dude, you you said that the other episode that uh, that black people should be afraid of white people, and I I hope that uh, you aren't. Oh, me? And I'm sorry if you are. I'm just glad you're not scared of me, man. Mm. Yeah. Um, but when white yeah. people... Yeah, white Jesus. When white people talk, talk to their black friends or even are in a gang of black friends, they adopt what I call as a black scent. A black what? A black scent. They uh-huh. talk like Eminem with a with, like Eminem. with, with a with a <laughs> black scent, you know. Eminem doesn't. So uh, it, it's strange how we change our voices uh, among racial differences. And why do we change our voices when we come to people that, from like his um, Hispanic people um, when they have an accent? Why do we want to speak with an accent? Oh, I do. I do that yeah, too. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, can I get the two tacos, yeah. <laughs> bonito? <laughs> It's horrible, and, and when I order Chinese food, I'm like, "Hello, I would like the, <laughs> the Szechuan combo," and it's so. I say everybody is a little uh, bit guilty of that. It's I catch like, myself. That's huh? some racism. That's yeah. some racism in me. That's not right. That's some racism. I'll have to correct All right, that. So behavior. go ahead and pull the um. Where's the hat out? Where's the oh the hat? It's got a couple topics left. Whoa, sound effects. The next topic is White Jesus Has Depression. Okay. That is way, a way topic. to change the tone. Yeah. Way to change got, the tone of the real show. Quiet in this um, room. I'm glad I just had ice cream, man. Happy you did, but um, I say. Uh, okay, you know what? Uh, this topic is called. Why Jesus has depression, and um, this past week uh, I got depressed. Before, before you, um, before you get into, we get into the topic. Yeah, you want to let them know what is depression because there's a lot of people out there that may be suffering from depression and really mm. don't know it's depression. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. speaking of speaking on depression. 
And if you're a listener that's listening out there and you've been having some symptoms that you don't know what it is, you might be suffering from the um depression. It's but like a morbid Jeff Foxworthy book. If you do this, you may have depression. Yeah. <laughs> like you might be right next. Yeah. Um Okay, um I was diagnosed uh with severe depression when I was 16. And uh and actually put immediately in a hospital for like three days or something and put on antidepressants. Um, and it was just something that uh, kind of has been a part of my life since then. Um, the way my depression, let me describe how my depression feels. Um, it feels like there's a demon inside of me that wants me to hate myself and it's like a voice telling me that I'm a loser and it feels like on the inside I'm crying and on the outside I'm just numb or putting up a good front now that's bad depression that that depression can hit every once in a while um, Generally, I'm medicated and well, but I know that it still comes around every once in a while, um, along with anxiety. Anxiety is fear and worrying, and basically it's like your mind talking. Hmm. It's your mind like telling you things to be worried about. Um, I get anxiety sometimes because I know that I'm a weird guy. I'm a little bit different. Uh, and I like the way I'm different, but I do know that I'm different and I feel weird about it sometimes. Um, but I've just accepted my depression as something that is always going to be around. I've become familiar with it. I've tried to make friends with it in a way. How do you control it? Um, yeah, some days it takes over or... Yeah, sometimes it's just uh, kind of light. You as a person that um, suffer from depression, what message would you give out to those that's, that's new to it or trying to understand it and since you've been... Oh, for our newcomers in the depressed group, no, I have I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of advice. I'll just give it to you from my personal experience. Uh, first of all, depression is such a emasculating and pansy disease to have. You can't really go toe to toe with a real serious disease. You know, like a guy can come up to you and be like, you know, my disease is kidney failure. What's yours? And I'm like, I get sad sometimes. Uh, sometimes not, I'm not always feeling, happy. That's a feeling that only you know that feeling. No one else could understand what you're feeling, and that's scary. Yeah, because you but can't still, really. Yeah, you. Have I like to, to make fun of it in a way. Depression's so yeah. stupid. Yeah, but it's still <clears> it's so to be stupid aware because of. really it's all false. It's not. Uh, it's not actually reality. But I can't stand toe to toe with a guy with like real disease. Um, I've also found that you can tell how depressed somebody is by how much dust they have on top of their ceiling fan. One time I went to go clean a ceiling fan 
for somebody. Who 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 came up with that? How much dust they have? Yeah, I was talking with my friend uh, Thais, my Venezuelan friend, mm-hmm. who's got a really cute accent. She's a cool friend. And we were talking about depression and stuff. And I said, you can tell how much somebody's depressed by their surroundings. Like, their room's messy. Like, they're not feeling good. Uh, but if you have, like, a quarter inch of dust on your ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I went over to clean somebody's ceiling fan one time for my mom. And I got up there, and it was a quarter inch of dust. And I looked down at her from the ladder, and I go, how long have you been depressed? <laughs> you know, there's certain clues uh, one time I was going through a real bad depression at work mm-hmm. uh, when me and you worked together and you you kind of knew when it was happening. And uh, one day I just didn't know what it was. I just hated life. And I was working on repairing a piece of equipment. And uh, <clears throat> I realized that I had a rock in my shoe. So I took off my shoe and I emptied the rock. And I was much, much happier. I think my whole depression that day was due to the fact that I had a rock in my damn shoe and I kept walking around working like that. Like, Jesus, you're laughing at my suffering, man. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I remember exactly the day it happened, where it happened. I found the rock in my shoe. I'm like, I feel better now. Um, I do, I, you know, it's good to laugh. Um, I think one day, one way I deal with my depression is by making life as fun as possible, whether that's improving weird characters when you're picking up groceries, telling a completely fake story to the cashier at Publix. Um, just make life fun. Um, I got... Uh, Like Jesus, what what did you think about my depression when you saw me going through depressed times? Like when you saw that I it, was it, just in it. It's scary, cause you can look. I can I can see it in your face. Oh, that, that's not good. You, you know, see it in my I face. can see it in your face that you know, you you your your soul is troubled, and you're trying to keep a straight face and trying to smile but realistically it's 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 something deeper that's inside of you that you have no control over that takes over you and I saw you through some bad bad time and there was a couple of times that I was upset at you yeah because of some things but you know at the end of the day very complicated stuff yeah I know what you're you're talking about yeah, so yeah, like we know. But I'm happy to see that right now you you you're better. I'm happy that we Hey, back uh, this yeah. podcast is very therapeutic for me and it's actually weird talking about my own depression uh, to listeners whoever chooses to listen. This is uh, I haven't seen a therapist that talked about my problems in a while. Yeah. I got tips for depressed people. Um cuz I think it is important. Uh one don't drink. Uh drinking is depression's best friend they love each other and they go together um try to see your depression as something outside of you and look at it and try to make friends with it we all have shitty friends but we have to try to be friends sometimes with a shitty friend uh but once the better you know your depression 
and you're able to see it like it's something outside of you, the better you're able to deal with it. Um, make sure there's not a rock in your shoe. That would be actually my first tip. Before you go on the spiritual journey I'm about to take you on, take off your shoes and check for rocks. That might be why you're depressed. Uh, know that this will pass. Uh, it always does. Uh, from the greatest depression, uh, you come out of it. And then you might go through another one again, but it will pass. Uh, try to stop thinking. Thinking is the enemy. Is the enemy. You have to see your thoughts as separate and illusionary hmm. and actually like false statements that your depression is telling you. Uh, appreciate nature. Just like look at a uh, sunset. Look at a bird. Uh, anything that's nature related. Uh, listen to uh, something. What I do is I listen to Eckhart Tolle. And he's wrote, written a few books. I listen to um, his book, audiobook, Stillness Speaks, Chapter 3, Beyond the Thinking Mind. And that's a chapter that really kind of centers me and lets me know that, uh, that this is all fake and everything's going to be cool. But it could be anything. It could be like uh, a, a sermon, uh, a podcast, something that you uh, trust, like a voice that will soothe you. Um, stay off social media. I, I think that's a cause of a lot of depression. Um, you're not going to get much support off social media other than memes from people. It's all fake. Um, feel free to email the podcast if you want to vent. We have a phone number now. You can leave a voicemail. Um, you can email me your phone number and I'll call you. Uh, we're here. We're here to help you. Uh, know that you're not alone. Everybody's depressed, man, in various ways, um, in various degrees. Everybody's depressed. And I just like to take comfort in the fact sometimes that there are people out there that are completely much more miserable than me. And it makes me happy. <laughs> not really, but um, it's good to cry sometimes. It gets it out. Uh, listen to a song you know that will make you cry. Uh, and you know what song it is. It's probably a song by Chicago. That's yeah. mine, go-to. Uh, sometimes the thing, unfortunately, is that nothing helps at all. And if you're there where nothing is helping, what you do then is write it out. Uh, it's like being... It's like treading in an ocean during a storm. Just keep your head above water. The storm will pass and everything will be cool. Um, and, you know, find your own techniques on dealing with uh, depression. Of course, if you're depressed enough to uh, hurt yourself or others, uh, just walk right into a hospital and say, I'm not safe. I have done that before. Well, thank you for sharing that information and, you know, giving our viewers a understanding of what depression is. It's a serious matter that, you know, no one should just ignore it. If you know somebody that have depression and need help, go ahead and give them that hand. And also, you know, if there's anything in your part as a human being, you can talk to them and 
really be there for them because they really need your help. All right, so we're going do, next. Do, 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 something, do something good for others. Yeah. Uh, just when you're feeling shitty, uh, this just came to me. Um, I was feeling just depressed and out of it, and I was just out doing my job. I was sitting at a Subway restaurant, and there was one other person ordering food. <clears throat> and I was trying to think, what do I do to snap myself out of this? And I had a sudden impulse to go up to my buddy who's running the register at Subway, giving him my card and say, hey, uh, this woman's uh, lunch is on me. And she was like, wow, thank you. She was like, surprised, right? And I was just like, I, I was just sitting there and I thought it would be just nice to pay for your lunch. I don't know. Um, she happened to be a black lady. That did not factor into my decision. I, okay, I wasn't, let me ask, why I wasn't that, virtue signaling. Okay. She could have been a white did, lady. Why did that have to, like, why did you have to bring that up? Like, because it's a part of the story. She's a black lady. Like. <laughs> it's, part, it's part of the story. Dude, what if the guy had no legs? I would have said I bought the guy with no legs dinner. But, hey, um, I would have done it to whoever was standing there at the time. You okay, know? you could have left it as that. And then... Um, and then she says on the next two sandwiches and I go two sandwiches oh I, I thought you were just okay that's cool no no she's like oh I feel bad because like I'm actually going to get like I was actually going to get three chips and four cookies too but now I don't want to over order and I said I said I said ma'am alright we're going next next subject go ahead back no she, she said she said um uh, she said, I feel bad for ordering all this. I'm feeding my kids, my two boys. And then I realized that I was feeding two young black boys. And I was like, you buy them everything. You are going to order them. Throw in a couple extra cookies, cookies on me. And sometimes doing something that nice without needing a thank you for it or anything. Just it something helps. random. It, it helps, it, it helps you... Uh, Helps you feel better. That's uh, white Jesus's depression. That's what's up. Do we have a? Are, are we out of topics? I don't know. No, nah, we had uh, we had one more topic, and we're gonna find it, man, because this there it is right there. This right podcast just got so depressed. Yeah. But it, it it was a good you know it was a good thing that. You was able to talk about it. Uh, yeah, I really wasn't sure if I wanted to talk about my depression. But it or helps not me. It until helps. I got here. But, Whatever uh, it takes to help, white right, Jesus. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Hey, we're, we're, we're a caring podcast. We uh, care about our listeners. Uh, our next topic out of the uh, topic of hats, if we can pump the show up a little bit. Television and sports during coronavirus. I wrote this down because... I'm a huge, huge WWE fan. You know, fake fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. You even had a, um, the belt. I was thinking about bringing it today because it like fell out you of me. You still have closet. it? Yeah, I got a couple championship belts. I'm a real WWE nerd. There you go. He said it. And then but when, it, um, so what's your thought about that? Uh, it was cool because WWE started just doing shows without the audience. And in WWE, without the audience... It's not the same? No, because you can actually hear the wrestler saying, 
okay, I'm about to fake punch you, punch you right now. <laughs> you get it. Uh, fall down and pretend you're hurt. Boom. And it's like, man, that takes the fun out of the whole thing. I thought it was real. And they're just fighting. It's like, I'm going to kick you now. I'm going to kick you now. You're going to pin me. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that, 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 that's... That's you, that's new. What you see behind the curtain, and I'm starting to think that wrestling might be fake. <laughs> After how many years? Um, I don't know. WrestleMania seven. There you go. At television during coronavirus, um, crowds are gone. So sports you know, you know gone. which one that was funny as hell that I was watching the other day. I was flipping through the um, channels or whatnot, and I bumped into a soccer team, and they had. Monitors with people's on, faces, yeah, with on people's them. face on it. And at first, I heard the noise, like the crowd was there. But when I really look, I was like, "What the hell is this?" We don't know what's happening. That's weird. And like some uh, another, um, like a baseball team, yeah, I in saw Asia, they had uh, sex robots in the stands. No, accidentally, accidentally quotes. You know, they yeah. hired, they wanted a bunch of mannequins in the stands, but they accidentally hired the ones that they accidentally bought the ones that you could have sex with. So that Way was hilarious. That was hilarious, man. Way to go. China. Man. Things are weird over there. Um, and and uh, shows like late night talk shows, which yeah. I love. They're all just in their living rooms now. Doing the show to no laughs, which is not um, unnormal for Jimmy Fallon because mm -hmm. nobody laughs at him anyway. Uh, but for funny guys, it's kind of weird. What it's, is it that you got against him? Oh, Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Because uh, the way you said that, the way you delivered that punchline, it was like, damn. Dude, I, uh, I got a little bone to pick with Jimmy Fallon. Damn. Um. I was a big, I'm a big uh, fan of Conan O'Brien, okay? And back in the day when Jay Leno was going to leave The Tonight Show and give it to Conan, this was like in 2009, um, he took it. Conan now hosted The Tonight Show for like 10 months because Jay Leno pushed his way back in there and then took over, ended up taking the show back over and then ended up retiring two years later and giving it to Jimmy Fallon. Nothing against Jimmy Fallon. It's just that he's hosting Conan's Tonight Show, which I've just always held a grudge over him about. Plus, he's a, plus he's a little silly. There's real news and there's fake news. Here's the real news with white Jesus. <coughs> uh, thank you, black Jesus. Uh, uh, this is the real news with uh, white Jesus. Kindergarten cop canceled in Oregon, accused of glorifying, po uh, glorifying police traumatizing children. When reached for comment, Arnold Schwarzenegger said, It's not a tumor. What? 
that joke was just for me and one other listener who's seen Kindergarten Cop, and believe me, he is laughing up right now. The one listener who gets that joke, it's the funniest thing in the world, man. Trust me. It's not the Tuma. That joke is hilarious. All right, now let's go on to the next news. Uh, Trump's dreams of a vaccine as an October surprise aren't rooted in reality. The president's dream of a vaccine joins his current dreams, including dreams of big-breasted porn stars and double cheeseburgers. Uh, Why is that, white Jesus? You know, he, he he's the president's a dreamer. Mm-mm. You know? What type of dream? Uh, up until this point, he's been dreaming of uh, big-breasted porn stars and double cheeseburgers. And I'm wondering if those dreams are combined. I think they're separate. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, it's getting a little crowded there in the president's dreams, man. Yeah. He's about to walk out that door. Here's but a, anyway, what's the next one? Story from sports. Uh, Oakland A's bench coach apologizes for apparent Nazi salute. What? Like, Say, wait, 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 wait. Repeat it one more time? Yes, sir. Oakland A's bench coach apologizes for apparent Nazi salute. That's one of these. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the coach maintains that he was just signaling to the runner to steal third base and to hate Jews. Damn. Hey, he gave it up right there, man. Come on. You can tell somebody to steal third, but man, you can't tell somebody to hate Jews like that in a baseball game. That's inappropriate. Yeah, very much so. What you got uh, next? Hey, we got more sports. The Washington football team <laughs> unvet. I'll let you laugh for a couple minutes. Black Jesus still can't get over the new name of the former Washington Redskins. They have changed their name. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're me. To the Go. Washington football team. And the news story is that the Washington football team unveils a new helmet with flat, dark red coloring with a football on it. I think that this new helmet perfectly encapsulates the new theme of the Washington football team in that it is a football team that plays football. Nice, simple helmet. You look at the helmet, you see the football on it. Why your voice changed? Yeah, dude, it, my, I don't know, my voice changed? Yeah, it changed. Oh, but yeah. dude, you look at the helmet, uh-huh. and it's uh, the old Washington uh, color the same old dark red color and it's got a football on it okay and you look at the helmet and you realize oh okay i I understand what this team's about they play football Football. (laughs) they must be the washington football team that i've heard so much about captain obvious oh my yeah good lord on to the next uh a saudi crown prince is accused of sending assassins to canada to kill an ex-saudi official Upon entering Canada, the assassins became overly polite, huge (laughs) hockey fans, and when reached for comment at a Tim Hortons, watching hockey and eating donuts with new Canadian friends, they had completely forgotten about the whole assassination attempt and apologized, saying they were sorry. Canada can change people, man. Very much so. But how how did they say it? They said what? They said they were sorry. Because they've been in Canada long enough, and they're at Tim Hortons. Uh, Tim Hortons is just like a, this the McDonald's of Canada, I believe. But these assassins, uh, I think Canada cured them, man. They started becoming overly polite. <laughs> Canada claimed them. 
Yeah, maybe we should uh, send all bad people to Canada for go to be two, reformed. Go our little 2% of Canadian that will um, listen to our pod show. Dude, shout out to our Canadian audience and thank you, Canada, for being the most overly polite place. We love you. God, I love you Canadians. I've had a fascination about Canada for a while. Yes, all right. Um, now into some uh, police news. Uh, dynamite and car turns out to be beef stick, Kansas police say. The police chief responded to the incident by saying, we mistake various meats for explosives all the time. It's how we were trained by alcoholics. Damn. You know, as far as uh, police reform and everything mm -hmm. and uh, retraining the police, they got to get some of these folks into Kansas. <laughs> to Kansas? To Kansas. Because this, this is where it happened. I used to live in Kansas. No way. For a little bit. How did you like um, it? Huh? How did you like it? I thought it was uh, pretty horrible. So horrible that I moved to Oklahoma for the rest of my time in the Midwest. No, nah, I don't know. I was 16 years old. I don't remember it too much. But uh, they're mistaking beef, uh, beef sticks. There, there's a... There's a big uh, difference between a Slim Jim, oh yeah, it's the Macho Man, uh, between a Slim Jim and Dynamite. Mm -hmm. These Kansas cops are going up, like, look at the car, there's Dynamite, and it's just a Slim Jim. They need to be retrained. Yeah. Retrain the police. So how do you feel about the, um, them defunding the police? Um, that's... Uh, that's interesting. Um, I think we should maybe even talk about it on the next episode as I a think, deeper I think, topic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah there's different point of views, but like, let's get on with it. Defunding the police yeah. shouldn't mean less police. Uh, there are cities. Let's just, keep it for the next show. Let's yeah. keep it for the next show. Go ahead. And let's wait. talk about a zoo. Ooh. Let's completely change and talk. Oh, and talk about a zoo. I didn't mean anything racial by that, by the way. Let's get away from bad, violent neighborhoods and talk about a zoo. A zoo has been trying to get two pandas to mate for over 10 years. But the two pandas remain adamant. We are not gay. <laughs> Dude, what seems to happen at, uh, what seems to have happened at the zoo is they put a couple fellas, a couple fella pandas in the same cage. Mm -hmm. In order, because they wanted to breed the pandas. And for 10 years, they've been in there. And um, they're like, why won't these pandas mate with each other? Uh, it's because so it they're not gay. And so, there's two dude so, pandas in there. So they, it took 10 years for them to understand that. So whoever um, running that whole staff or the administration, everybody need to get fired. Somebody is not penis. checking yeah. for panda penises properly. So you got two dude pandas in there for 10 years and these guys are horny as hell. They're like, dude, don't get us wrong, zookeepers. We want to bang, but we're not gay. Could you send a lady panda in here? We can have a panda three-way. A panda three-way. And as you mentioned before, uh, uh, abolish the police. Uh, this headline reads, Abolish the police? Those who survived the chaos in Seattle aren't so sure. However, there is great pressure being put on the idea of abolishing the police by Black Lives Matter, various left-wing groups, and criminals. 
I like I like the way you be saying this shit, bro. You killed me when you said that. Da, 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 da. Criminals. Criminals? I said differently. I changed my voice because yeah, I'm that. accentuating criminals. Okay. That's the main punchline. Let's go with it. I don't want to trash Black Lives Matter, you know, but uh, abolishing the police is uh, something some folks want to do. And uh, the joke is that the criminals would love to abolish the police because then they're free to do crime. And nobody can call the police because they're abolished. That's taking it too far. We'll talk about it next episode. Yeah. I think maybe we decided on a topic. Our viewers can call us at 954-603-4786 to suggest show topics and uh, just leave us a message. And, and don't we'll forget to, to send us the email at bwjpodcast at yahoo.com. That's bwjpodcast at yahoo.com. That is our contact information. In technology news, the Galaxy Z Fold 2's hinge lets it do something only one foldable phone, one other foldable phone can do. What is that? What can this phone do? You guessed it, perform oral sex. <laughs> what? That, that's uh, the Galaxy. Galaxy Z Fold 2. It's a foldable phone. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever a new piece of technology comes out, mm-hmm. I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, I could do this. Oh my God, I could do that. Like, uh, like how many how many things can it do, you know? But let me ask you a question. Where's that phone is coming from? Who made it? I know Galaxy made it, but... China! I don't know. I don't know. Probably China. Um, so... Like, whenever I get a new piece of technology, I'm like, this thing could do everything, but can it suck my dick? You know, like, it's just a dirty joke. We're not a dirty show. I apologize for saying that. That was dirty. Um, But this phone can do it, and so can one other phone. Let's stop talking about it. Our next story in health. Uh, Weed is not good for your heart, studies say. All right, Black Jesus, I'm going to come right out here and declare that this is fake news and I won't believe it for a second. Fake news. It's all fake news. False and fake. Fake news. You are fake news. It's fake news. Probably China. I don't drink. I'm sorry. So, I don't believe that. So you're not even going to finish that on? <laughs> no, that news. That's, that's fake news. It shouldn't have even been put on the real news. Okay, so we need to talk to somebody about that. Because that is... You are fake news. That, that that's weed is great for the heart man you ever seen the care bears and how their hearts pop out of their teddy bear bodies uh-huh. they're definitely uh smoking some weed because that's the only time that happens usually where your heart comes out and sends power of love to people nice and finally nasa drops insensitive celestial nicknames in an effort to address systemic Systemic discrimination. Some of the nicknames they are changing include the Eskimo Nebula and the Siamese Twins Galaxy. They are also changing black holes to holes of color and coming up with a new name for the Dirty Jew Star System. Go ahead and laugh, man. I know sometimes you feel guilty about laughing. Uh, This Eskimo Nebula... Totally out of line. 
totally out of line. Plus the holes of color and dirty juice star system. Yeah. That's got to go too. Yeah, they going a little bit too far. Uh, I didn't know how racist NASA was. Now we know. Now we know, and knowing is half the battle. And that's the real news with white Jesus. And black Jesus, this is uh, the wrap-up. This is the part of the show where we wrap it up like a shiny present under the tree on a Christmas morning. Yeah. You know, uh, the the random hat was fun. Yeah, it made things seem like a game show. Yeah, something new. Um, before we wrap it up, I want to say you know follow us on Instagram is bwjp.radio. I put That's pictures on there. We put pictures yeah. on there, we right? Some cool pictures coming. I'm still finding out um, how to work Instagram. You can also contact us at nine five four six zero three. 4786. The Black and White Jesus Hotline. The Disciple Line. The Disciple Line. Our fans, our fans, we've decided to uh, refer to as the Disciples. Uh, Just because it's fun. We're not trying to start a cult. Don't accuse us of that yet. Wait till we start mailing you stuff, you know? But uh, this was a fun show. I love doing it every week, man. Uh, things got funny. Things got real, man. I talked about being sad. Yeah, but um, love that subject you touched on. I think it's gonna touch a lot of people with the depression. And um, not literally. I don't want to be me too. Yeah, but you know, watch our verbiage. But listen, um, that was one thing that I wanted to address before we wrap it up, right? Yeah, we're wrapping yeah, it up. Yeah, we're about to wrap it up. But um, you know. Ellen DeGeneres is getting a lot of heat right now, and um, I think she's done a lot, helped a lot of people out, and that is just my opinion. Um, everybody she helped out, I think, is abandoning her right now. I, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure about that, but, you know, a lot of people is not speaking out for her. And I think, you know, she's a comedian. People is taking things a little bit to the heart. That's what comedians do. If you can't, as a comedian, you can't say what you want to say. It's just a joke. The we jo- need to stop taking things personal. The job of a comedian is to find the line that you're not supposed to cross exactly. and just walk on it, step up to the very edge of it, play around with it. Uh, Ellen was a, uh, a hero when I was growing up. She was a uh, a pioneer. I don't know as much about the story, but we can certainly talk about it uh, next week. Yeah. Um, you give us a call. I'm so excited about the hotline, man. I can't yeah, wait for give people's us, give, voicemail. Give us a call about the um, Ellen. That way we can see what the Ellen thing, yeah. the defunding the police. Yeah, that's we talked awesome. about. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be so cool because when you call our hotline, the disciple line. Uh, we're going to play your voicemail on the show. So make sure that you're okay with us playing it on the show when you leave the voicemail. Um, and then we'll just uh, we'll talk with you. Yeah. It, it's cool. It's uh, a real connection. And I'm glad I thought of it when I got uh, nice and stoned today. All right. Here's the number to call. It's 954-603-4786. That's 954 954- Six zero three four seven eight six. That's the disciple line. Thank you to all our listeners who support us. Uh, I know who you are, and I'm very grateful. Uh, we love you. 
Thank yeah. you for uh, for spreading the word and listening, because I know there's some people who listen to every episode. Um, and I appreciate that. You know that that means a lot. That makes us um, strive even more every week to come up with interesting topics. So it, it keep feel, it going. It feels good to have a audience connection. That's something completely new to me. Because while we don't have a vast audience, because we are so underground that we're virtually unknown. Yeah. You know, um, there are people who um, who look forward to listening to us and that's beautiful and that's all i want out of this show it's like hanging out with us it's something i look forward to every week i love you black jesus you're a good fella likewise white jesus all right and we're wrapping it up we out we out with casino medicine see you next week